Hello, you dirty, filthy whore bags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, coming to you live for another episode. So I hope you guys have checked out the past following episodes. I hope you guys like the episodes. If you do have any suggestions of topics or anything of that sort, definitely, definitely hit me up um, either through my Instagram at um, Queen Sandra, that's Q-U-E-N-S-A-N-D-R-U-H, or you can email me personally at talkswithqueens at gmail.com. So for today's episode, we are going to have a table talk, okay? And with these table talks, sometimes I'll have guests, um, such as the last one where I had Rich Homie John and Lewis and Lex, or sometimes the table talk is just literally, literally just me just talking to you guys. So today's table talk is all about taking your L's too. And this literally came to me as I was driving. Um, I do not recommend you guys driving and riding at the same time, but these words were just flowing so quickly. So, so like just back to back as I was driving. So I had to like multitask at the red light and stuff like that. Once again, I don't recommend y'all doing that, but I literally had to write these things down because I knew once I got home, if I got to my laptop and I started to record, everything would have just went blank. So this year was the worst, but the best year of my life. And I'm saying that wholeheartedly, but with a lot of tears, like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of tears were shed this year. I thought 2018 was a bitch to me, but 2019 was more so like, me like shedding dead weight that I had over myself that I didn't know that I had over myself, whether that was my communication skills, whether that was my choice in men, whether that was, you know, my friendships, my situationships, my friendships with my, with my family, you know what I'm saying? And, and everything in between, like, this year was just literally me shedding dead weight. And one thing that I realized that helped me grow through this process and grow through this transition is learning to take my L's too. Um, and one thing about it is I realized within myself, but I also realized as a whole, people are not comfortable with taking L's. Like people are not comfortable with, with losing Um, I think it's more so like, you know, at an early age, we were always taught to be the best. We were always taught, you know, right is right, you know, and right is the best choice. And there's, there's nothing, there's nothing like being in second place, you know, first place is this and, you know, just all that in the third. But I realized in order for you to really grow and really learn the lessons that you need to learn, you have to learn how to take your L's too, because with every L, there's a lesson, like literally. And that is with everything. But it's truly, truly, truly most dominant in your everyday relationships. And what I mean about everyday relationships, I mean everyday relationships, whether that is you with your family, whether that's you with your friends, whether that's you with your significant other, you and your coworkers, you and your boss, like any sort of interaction that you have with another person, you know, you owe yourself to learn whatever lessons that you need to learn through whatever conversations that may have been had or that will be had, will be had. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with it. Anyways, so the first point in taking your L's too 
is that all of your requ- all of your relationships wa- require them. All of your relationships require you taking your L's, regardless of what it is. Because at the end of the day, like you have to learn that not everybody is built like you. You know what I'm saying? Like not everybody has the same mindset that you do. Not everybody works the way that you do. Not everybody has the same work ethics like you do. Not everybody, you know, um, has the same organization skills like you. Not everybody like the same color as you. Like whatever it may be, like you just have to learn that you have to pick and choose your battles. And with you picking and choosing your battles, that also comes with you taking your L's because sometimes... Some of those discussions or some of those situations that arise could have been prevented. You know what I'm saying? And with me learning to take my L's too, I can name several different scenarios in my past where, whether it was at work, whether it was, you know, me in a discussion with a friend or whether me in a relationship where looking back, I could have just took my L. Like I could have just held my tongue. I could have just let them feel however the fuck they feel or whatever the case is. And I could have kept it pushing, but I could not let them have the last word. I could not let them feel how they feel about me. You know what I'm saying? And so I always felt the need that you're going to hear what the fuck I got to say. You're going to hear me. You're going to, you're going to understand me. Like that's one thing about it. I don't listen. I'm glad that I'm at a place right now where I could look back and laugh about it. But there was like the way that I used to think, like the way that I once thought when it came to my community, like my communicate, my overall communication skills, I just thought that honesty was the best policy. And I always thought that, you know, I don't care how it came out. You're going to hear what, what I have to say, because I'm not, I'm not going to walk around feeling how I'm feeling. You know, you're going to know how I'm feeling because I'm feeling like this. You feel me? And so what I learned is like, it's not about what you say. It's about how you say what you said. And I didn't realize that. Well, I have realized that, but I didn't really realize the importance of that when it comes to all of your relationships, that it's, it's not about what you said. It's sometimes honestly about how you said what you said and how you went about what you said. And I think with me being back home and me being an adult back home, like an adult, like paying my own bills, doing everything, there has been a real like uh, um, a battle of the fitness between me and my mother because my mother's a very headstrong woman and so am I. And so through our communication errors, I had to self-teach her how to communicate to me better as well as me taking my L's and the lack of our communication skills as well. Because there has been times where I have said things to her like, like I don't understand why you feel how you feel or she'll ask me a question and I'll just tell her how I feel. And she would just get so defensive. She would get so defensive. She would get so in her feelings. And I'm like, lady, why are you in your feelings for? Like, girl, you you doing too much right now. I didn't even mean it like that. Like, you know, that's not how I meant it. You know what I'm saying? And that would always be a repeated pattern. I would always hear myself saying the same thing over and over again. You know, that's not what I meant. You know, that's not what I meant. You know, that's not what I meant. But what I started to realize that it's not about, it's not always about that's not what you meant, or it's not always about how you thought you, it's not always about how you thought you said what you said. 
because your thought process and someone else's thought process may not be different. And you may think these words were said this way, but this person interpreted that way. And if you don't learn how to take your L's too, in a way, you are disregarding other people's feelings when they try to tell you that what you said is how they took it as blank, 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 blank. You know what I'm saying? And it's not always about your why. It's not always about, you know, well, I said this because of this, or I said this because of that, or I would have never said this if you never said that. Because when you constantly focus on the nitpicking and the constantly focus on, oh, let me go back on the, let me go back on the drawing board. Let me just find something to pull out of the back of my ass to use in this argument that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. You're disregarding the person's feelings. You're completely disregarding what they're trying to tell you at that very moment. And that was another thing that I had to learn with that I had to teach my mom was when I would tell her how I'm feeling, I would tell her, okay, I'm feeling like this or I'm feeling like that or you make me feel like this or you make me feel like that. She would automatically pick something up from umpteen years ago, whatever the case is, or a previous conversation and say, well, remember when you said this or remember when you did this or remember when I told you about this? And it's like, it's not a tit for tat. And when you cannot take your L's, you go you you go to that defense where you go and you find something from the past or you find something from a previous conversation and you try to use it as ammunition in the current conversation. Take your L. Take your L for what it is at that very moment because when you try to go in the past and try to figure out something that will work in your favor, you are disregarding the person's feelings. You are disregarding what they're communicating to you at this very moment because instead of you listening to get a better understanding of what they're trying to tell you or get a better feel of how they're feeling, you're getting defensive and you're listening to find something you're 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 listening to find something to use as, as a comeback. And so when you do that, it's like you you fail to realize that unsubconsciously you are forcing this person to no longer want to come talk to you. You're forcing this person to no longer want to vent to you. You're you're forcing this person to shut down, honestly. And the reason why I'm saying all of this is because I I I literally just went through all of this with my mother and it's a beautiful thing to kind of watch my own growth and her own growth in its own little way although it's still very short term I'm appreciative that I am one with myself enough that I, I can take my L's too and I'm and I'm teaching her how to take her L's too even if it's short term or whatever the case is I hope it's not short term but it's still a very beautiful thing to kind of learn that taking your L's too is a part of the process. It's a part of life. It's a part of the journey. It's a part of growth. If you live your whole life not taking L's, if you live your whole life thinking that you know everything, then you have not lived a successful, beneficial life. And Malcolm X once said, 
If you are 50 years old and you only have 30 years worth of experience, you wasted 20 years. And that is very true because every single day you're supposed to be learning something new about yourself, learning something new about those around you, learning something new about the things that you like, the things that you don't like, the things that you care about, the things that you don't care about. Every single day is a new day for you to learn something new. And I used to walk around thinking that I knew everything. I used to walk around thinking that I know everything when all actuality, I'm dumb. Baby, I'm the I'm the slowest of them all. Why? Because when you don't know it all, you know everything. And I'm going to say it again. When you don't know it all, you know everything because you're a sponge. You're open to learning something new every single day because your way is not always the right way. Your way is not always the right way. And and, you know, truth be told, it's not always about your why, because it's not always about you when it comes when when it comes to someone expressing themselves to you or when it comes to someone expressing to you how you made them feel. Fuck your why. Truthfully, you know, your why does not always matter. Your why does not help. You know, if someone is coming to you and telling you, Hey, you know, Sandra, you make me feel you make me feel like this. When I was talking to you, whatever the case is, I was trying to be expressive to you and you make me feel like this. And, you know, I just want to let you know that. And instead of me taking that as like, okay, I don't know why you took it as that. That's not what I meant to do. And I apologize for that. And leaving it as that, I'm like, well, I, I remember the time that you did this, or I remember the time that this happened, or I never made you feel that way. I don't know why you feel that way. And if you feel that way, that's on you. That's that's out of my control. I have, I have nothing to do with that. You know, that's like, it's, ugh, I'm disgusted with myself. Oh my gosh. Because, you know, I think I was in La La Land when it came to what I expected out of others you know, when it came to my feelings and as far as me reciprocating them. And I realized that you have to give the same love that you expect in return. You have to give people the same um, dedication that you want them to give you in return. And that comes with honoring other people's feelings, even if you don't understand why they're feeling them. You know what I'm saying? It's not always about you understanding why somebody feels some type of way, you know, it's not always about you being right either. And when it came down to it, I always felt like being right was the best thing ever. You know, I'm right, you're wrong, you know. But one thing that I realized is right to who? You know, every every person's definition of something is shaped based off of their personal experiences. My definition of loyalty will be a different definition of loyalty to someone else. My definition of, you know, having a understanding of oneself may be different than someone else. And so when you go through life and go through these experiences where you have someone expressing themselves to you or um, someone, you know, telling you about yourself and the main focus to you is being right then you'll always be wrong because you're not learning the lessons that you need to learn from that conversation. One thing that I've learned through my own spiritual growth, through my own relationship with God is that 
conversations are very sacred. Conversations are very important to one's growth. Conversations are very needed. And that's why words are very powerful. And that's why there's power in the tongue. Because if conversations are not held, that makes you rethink about life, makes you rethink about what you thought was normal or whatever the case is. If you're not having those meaningful conversations, then you will never grow into your true purpose. You will never grow into your true self because those conversations are needed. You can't just hang around yes people all day. You can't just hang around people that you can walk all over all day. You can't just walk you can't just hang around with people that just gossip all day that you can't brainstorm with, that you can't have a meaningful conversation with, that you can't run to, you know, because you're going to always be stagnant because those conversations are supposed to bring that light bulb or light that fire up under you again are not being had. So you're going to always be stagnant. You're going to always be in a place where you're never going to really grow into your true self because you're around yes people. You're around people who's going to always co-sign you and you can't always have people around you co-signing you because you will never get to your next level. You will never get to your next destination if you're constantly trying to find somebody to please you enough to pat you on the back to make you feel like you're right all the time. You know, it's not it's it's not about being right. It's it's definitely not about being right when it comes to someone expressing themselves because one thing that I realized Two is that people don't communicate to understand. People don't communicate to comprehend. People communicate to find comebacks. People communicate to find, you know, like ammunition to use, you know, to be petty and stuff like that. And it's like, it's not a tit for tat. Like if someone is coming to you telling you, okay, you make me feel like this. It's not an opportunity for you to go back down the line, go back down the history books and time and pull something out your ass from 2017 that this person done to you. Because at that point in time, it's like, it's in 2017. And if that's, if that, if that hurt or if that conversation from 2017 is still lingering on, then you have to take your L in that conversation too, because you didn't use that time back in 2017 to say your piece. So because you didn't use that time in 2017 to say your piece, you're now revisiting that conversation now in 2019, thinking that it's going to hold ammunition when it's not. Because that conversation has already passed and you didn't use that time wisely to tell people how you feel, you know? And and that goes to my next point. You know, you can't fault people who don't know that they're at fault. You can't, you can't expect people just to know because what is, what is a no? Like, what am I supposed to always know about you? You know, granted, I know my mom, granted, I know my dad, granted, I know my siblings, granted, I know my friends, granted, I know whomever. However, people are allowed to feel how they feel, even if you don't understand why they feel how they feel, or even though that's not how you intentionally made them, or even though that's not how you initially wanted them to feel how they felt. People are allowed to feel even if you don't feel. And when you get to a place where you understand that it's no one's responsibility to always know better, 
then you'll come to a place where you understand the importance of communicating and understanding the importance of not assuming. You can't assume when it comes to any of your relationships that you have. And this goes to all relationships. This is not just situationships. This is not, you know, romantic relationships. This is just in relationships in general. Assuming is the biggest communication error in all relationships. Because when you assume, you are holding on to a what if. And that what if can grow as big as it can get to the point that you make it believable. When you assume something, you assume it so much and you rethink it over and over again. This assumption, it just brews and brews and brews and brews and it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows to the point that your assumption is no longer an assumption because now you've made it a fact, even though you don't have any facts. But because you assumed and you didn't express how you feel when you felt it, you already put it in your head that you had all the answers. You already put it in your head that you already had the start, the middle, the ending. You already had everything put together without any facts. And with my mom, she was one to always assume that she had all the facts because she'll get one piece of information or she'll feel how she feels, but won't express how she feels right then and there. And it'll brew and it'll brew and it'll brew and it brew and it brew and it brew until it explodes. And then when it explodes, everything from the past just starts unwinding and you're getting the backlash of emotions that has nothing to do with you, has nothing pertaining to the conversation at hand. But because you triggered this conversation, now everything came out. And it all starts with assuming. You cannot assume that it is someone's responsibility to just know you well enough to know exactly how you feel when you feel it at that exact moment. Because everyone's allowed to feel even when I don't feel, even when you don't feel. But at the same time, it's like you can't expect someone to just know you well enough to know, okay, you know what? I seen I seen Sandra today. So I know deep down inside Sandra's upset at me because of what happened last night. So let me go talk to her. You know, what if what if I am upset? What if I'm not upset? You know, but it comes down to you being expressive. You cannot express you cannot expect somebody to be at fault if you do not let them know that they're at fault. Because if you don't let somebody know that they're at fault, but you think that they're at fault, you allow no room for them to right their wrongs. You allow no room for them to fix where they messed up at in your eyes. You know what I'm saying? And I realized that with me, that was that was one of my biggest things that I had to learn about. Because I would assume that because you're my friend, you're supposed to automatically know how I'm supposed to feel in this particular moment at this particular time. Because you've known me so well, you've known me for all these years that you're just supposed to know me by now. But no one's obligated to that. No, that's that's a big ass responsibility to put onto somebody. No one is responsible for your feelings but you. No one is responsible for your feelings but you. No one is responsible for your feelings but you. 
And that goes with you expressing yourself. That goes with you communicating. That goes with you saying your piece when it's time for you to say your piece and not waiting until the last minute or waiting until you finally explode to let everything out. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 my dog. Why? What is that? You know, like it's your responsibility to tell people how you feel when you feel them. It is not anyone's responsibility to just assume that to assume that they know exactly how you feel, because how I once felt about something years ago was not how I feel about it today and vice versa, because every day you're supposed to be learning something new about yourself. Every day you're supposed to be molding yourself every day. You're supposed to be trying to move forward and not be stagnant and with my own relationship with my mother and me taking the time out to correct my wrongdoings and taking my L's as well as teaching her how to take her L's you know you have to understand that people are allowed to feel even when you don't and you have to take accountability for your words good and bad because even if you think that you said something one way it can be projected a different way And once again, that goes back to personal experiences. People, personal experiences shape their own definitions of things. You know, I am allowed to express myself. I'm allowed to express myself how I, how I choose to. However, I'm supposed to also hold myself to that same accountability that if I do express myself this way, that this person can take it negatively that this person can take it positively. And if this person does take it negatively, even though I I am still allowed to feel how I feel, even though I am allowed to feel how I felt, I still have to hold myself accountable and take my L4 if the way that I chose to use my words hurt this person, that I can take my L in that too. And Ls are not always about apologies. You know, it's not always about, you know, saying sorry because sorry saying sorry without any actions or any step with moving further is pointless so it's not always about saying sorry it's holding yourself accountable it's holding yourself accountable enough to know okay well i remember that the last time i had this conversation with my mom she said that she didn't like how i said xyz okay so this time around when i'm having this conversation let's try this method You know, still express yourself the way that you want to express yourself, but learn and respect other people's boundaries. Learn and respect other people's feelings even when you don't feel. You know what I'm saying? Even when you don't feel. And transparency is needed on both parties. And every form of relationship transparency is needed on both parties. Because once again, assumption is the biggest communication killer in all relationships. And without transparency, I can't know how you feel. You can't know how I feel. And if you hold things on the inside and you wait until the very last minute to let it explode, you already let your assumptions get a hold of the facts. You already built your own story. You already built your own plot. You already built your own timeline. You already, whatever the case is, you didn't allow this person to clear their name. You didn't allow this person to express themselves too, you know, and do your part, you know, do your part. Even, even, even if it's not, even if it's not given, you know, and 
that was another thing that I had to learn my mom that because her communication skills were so bad, I closed down. I shut down. I said, I'm not, I'm just not talking to you. I'm just not saying nothing to you. I'm not, I'm not going to express myself. I'm just going to keep it as that. And it was killing me on the inside because I'm not the type of person to let anything stay inside because if I let it inside, then it sits and sits and sits and it explodes. So I shut down and I started not necessarily resent her, but I started to make sure that I did not see her because I'm like, I know if we have this conversation, then it's going to go left or whatever the case is. But by me shutting down my communication skills, I ultimately started to assume that she knew better. I started to assume that she would have known where her faults were because now I'm no longer talking to you. So now that I'm no longer talking to you, this is your, this is your way of taking the time out to internalize why I'm not talking to you and then go from there. But how can she internalize a why if she does not even know that she was at fault in the first place and that's why I'm not talking to her? You see how that works? So, you know, assuming gets you nowhere. Assuming gets you nowhere. And most of all about taking your L's too, your L's have to be just as loud as your W would have been. And you have to hold yourself accountable for how you make people feel, whether it's good, whether it's bad. And I took the time out um, this year to kind of go back and kind of go through the line of different conversations that I've had with people in my past, different conversations that I had with my mom, different conversations that I had with my friends or whatever the case is. And I've taken this year to kind of hold myself accountable for conversations where I disregarded their feelings or conversations where I felt like I knew better or I felt like I was right and I didn't take their emotions or their feelings to account, you know, and by me doing that and by me giving those apologies and giving those, you know, sorries just as loud as my rights were, I realized it kind of brought everything closer within those relationships, within um, my family, within, you know, just in general, you know, I remember Leslie and I, we went to the hookah spot a few months ago and we let everything out. Like we literally just left everything there and it was a very healthy and adult conversation. And Leslie, that's my bitch for life. And, you know, we had one fallout and that fallout, it was so, it, it, it wasn't even a real fallout, but it was a real fallout because at the time we were both just within our own selves of assuming that as a friend, you know me and as a friend, you know me. So you should have known and I should have known. And so, you know, now, of course, looking back on the situation, we were both at fault because we both assumed we both did not express ourselves the way that we should have. And so, you know, that's just one of the many different conversations that I've had over over this year when it comes to taking my L's. I went back and I took all the L's that I, you know, thought I should have taken. And so I'm just at a place of peace. I'm just at a place of transparency. Transparency is needed in all relationships on both ends. And it is your responsibility to be transparent, even if it's not reciprocated. Because if you are transparent and it's not reciprocated, when you do 
walk away or when you do choose to let go or when you do choose to stop talking or when you do choose to do whatever, they cannot hold you at fault because you already said what you said and it was disregarded. You get what I'm saying? So I'm going to just leave that as that. Learn to take your L's to people. There's many lessons in taking your L's. There's many blessings with taking your L's. And so let's move into the new year with learning to take our L's too. You know, learning that it's not always about your why. Learning that your L's just have to be just as loud as your W's would have been. Learning that you cannot fault someone for something that they do not know that they're at fault with. It's not always about being right. And people are allowed to feel even if you don't. All right, y'all. So I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of y'all week. And I will see you all on the next episode of Queen's Table with your girl, Queen S. And if you have not already checked out one of our past episodes now and do your damn thing. I love y'all. And until next time, my dirty, filthy whore bags, hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah.